All right, so uh, you know shit uh, definitely got crazy if I have to do a bit of a disclaimer before the episode starts. So I just want to go ahead and say uh, drinking and driving is bad, okay? Uh, never drink and drive. Uh, I know you might feel that you're perfectly fine. I, I Drunk drivers never feel that they're drunk drivers. Um, but, you know, always do the smart thing. You know, we, you know, we made jokes, made jokes. You know, I, I just want to say, you know, trigger warning. You know, that's a problem for you. Made some jokes. Uh, also, also um we we love everybody we love everybody again it's just jokes it's just jokes I, I i'm just playing most of the time i mean like i said before if you agree with it then i meant it if you disagree with it i'll just pardon i'll just pardon so with that being said here's the episode all right well ain't no problem ain't no problem ain't no problem uh we can go ahead and get right into it uh we're joined here today uh we got david glasgow uh, you know him as uh, the uh, host of Cold Coffee Podcast, uh, part of the original 18. Uh, and he's also here to let y'all know about more hate. He uh, now hates uh, Coach Jason Brown. I, I honestly don't understand it. This I really want to get to that. I want to address where the hell I'm minding my own business and I just get on the timeline and I just see David and JB going at it. Like, David, what happened? He invited me to his private parts. He invited me to his private parts. And as as a man, I think that you should never invite another man to, to your private parts unless you are uh, willing to take what comes with that. He made a comment. I always I, I think I made a comment last time I was on your show about him. And I said that I just think he just said some outlandish stuff. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time to get a reaction. And I, I think. He made a comment on Twitter, and I was like, JB, be quiet, or something like that. Something tame. And then he told me... You don't remember what the comment was? The comment that he made, uh, I think it had something to do with him dissing Patrick Mahomes, because, you know, he's a Patrick Mahomes hater. Okay, potty. It, it was something something of that nature, something like that. But, yeah, my comment definitely didn't... Uh... <laughs> I mean, you just went on a whole... Yeah, you went on a whole fucking rampage that day. What the fuck was that? It's my dog, JB. I, he hates Dion. I thought y'all would get along. He don't even hate Dion. He tries to play on the cool side of the fence. That's why I don't like him. Like, his opinion, like, he thinks he's like that old sports dad who thinks he knows what he's talking about and knows what's best, but he really doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So, so that's number one with him. Number two, like, I, I, I want to apologize to the people who know me because that was unlike me. It's not... Oh, no, we love that. I'll say this. That's not. No, we need more of that. That's the problem. That's unlike me in that space. <laughs> I will say that part. So I apologize for that. But I, I don't take comedy to a man inviting me to his private parts. And that's why I went left the way I did. Okay. Well, I just. I, I was very much surprised that day to see that. Because, I mean, I do think that he hates on Dion. But you did bring up Patrick Mahomes. Did you uh, hear about uh, his dad, his namesake? Uh, what, how his weekend went? Oh no! What uh, what Papa Pat do? Oh well, you know he just got his third DWI uh, eight days before the Super Bowl. That's what I'm talking about. So you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm a bit of an expert when it comes to this, and uh, I know after like three, like you know, ain't it like a pretty strict like two years like lockup? Um, so uh, we're interested to see. Oh, you wait! You said this is the third one. Yeah. Oh wow, that's dangerous. I, very much so. I mean, I think that's a minimum of two years. Ho- hopefully, uh, Mr. Mahomes doesn't have to deal with that. But, uh, I, I mean, it, it is the, in the law. Now, is that a minimum of two years in 
the state of uh, Kansas or is that Texas law? Oh, no, it was here. It was Tyler, Texas. Shout out Star. No, this is Star's people that did that. They got him. Oh, this was in Texas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they got him in Texas. Uh, Tyler, yeah, they got him. Three years. I mean, I mean, two years. Man, uh, well, okay. Let's let's me and you put on our thinking caps. Do you think he's going to serve? Do you truly think Patrick Mahomes Sr. is serving? Two years? Maybe not. But he did serve 40 days after his second one. So he's definitely going to serve some time. Uh, now, it might not be two years. He might get like house arrest or probation for an extended period. But he's going to get probably six months. I mean, he already did 40. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And it's crazy to me. Like, it ain't like you ain't got the money. I don't understand people who drink and drive who are rich. Like, it ain't like you ain't got the money. Hey, say, nigga. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You pardon, you pardon. But David. Like, call an Uber, dog. Like, come on, man. Like, we all do got full of salt. But call an Uber. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, drinking and drive. Like, you're not thinking straight. You're not thinking logically. Obviously, you think you're fine. All the videos and memes I send you of just drinking and driving. It's just it's what we do. You drink and you feel amazing. You can run through a wall. So why can't I drive ten miles? Well, you know, sometimes bad things happen. But just saying. But Mike, you know what? Like. One thing, it's one thing when you get arrested for it. Like, after the first time, it's like, okay, maybe I should call an Uber. After the second time, when, you, when you're when rich, you should be like, okay, maybe I just need a driver with me from now on. Like, it, it, he got to do better, man. That's, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's breaking. As I drink. That takes away some of the fun. I'm just, I just think, I'm just saying. I mean, we don't want anybody to be harmed or anything dangerous, but I mean, we've all driven buzzed. That's a fire ass drive. What's the problem? I'm saying, you got the music playing, you, it's a, it's a vibe. Well, you know what my philosophy is now? And I don't get sauce to the point where I shouldn't be behind the wheel. But if I'm going to be drinking, I now make sure I'm somewhere that's like five minutes by the crib. That way I can get there efficiently as soon as I'm done. I'm home. I don't got to worry about catching the highway, blah, blah, blah. Now, a lot of people might not have that luxury. I stay downtown, so I have plenty of options around. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, look, man, it's kind of like Draymond Green. Like, I don't want to really hear no excuses. Like, you got the money for this not to happen. Like, you have the resources for you to drink and still enjoy yourself and have somebody else transport you to your destination i mean you're correct i just in my two cases the first time i definitely didn't feel that i was you know not able to drive the second time they got me or i got myself <laughs> no hey hey the second i ain't gonna say i learned my lesson the second time smart people they don't need the lesson i needed it twice the second time i learned my lesson because it could have definitely ended up badly i ended up in a ditch it, it was bad it was bad fucked up my cadillac i was hurt oh wow yeah, but, you know, everything worked out. You know, I got that behind me. Oh, man. I think about, I thought about that last night. I was like, yeah, I good thing we didn't. Hey, chosen one. When I, when I was back from a, a Christmas break one time, I was driving to my parents' house, and this lady was so fucked up, I remember she, like, crashed her car all in a ditch. Like, she was fucked up in front of an apartment complex. I had to pull over to the side of the road and call 911. And so I called the cops for her, but like ever since I fucking fade? Well, I mean, Mike, she was out of there. Like there was no other way. Like, and you know, the funny thing is, I'm uh, shout out to the east side of San Antonio. I'm on the east side. All these people were outside. <laughs> I called the cops 
And I, I distinctly remember more person saying, oh, no, I got warrants. I got to run back into the house. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty funny. Hey, I wasn't here. I ain't seen nothing. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understood. But everybody was like, man, because somebody called the cops, but they didn't want to be the one to call the cops because they had the warrant. So I took care of it. But ever since then, like, I've always been like, man, I don't want to get that messed up and drive. Like, I, I'm very much against drinking and driving. Oh, yeah, no, me too. I mean, depending on, you know, I, I, there, there's levels to it. I mean, but yeah, the smart thing to do is to not drink and drive. Everybody get an Uber, get a Lyft, have a DD, all that shit. Or live life on the edge. Fuck you. Anyway, so we got a Super Bowl coming up, and we just naturally find ourselves on the opposite side of things. Uh, I, you claim to be a 49ers fan. This is news to me, but I mean, you know, whatever. We're here again. Chiefs 49ers. It's news. I have proof. You can ask the gang. This is real. All right, whatever. Allegedly. I mean, this started in 2020, and it just so happened you wrote the wave. Brock Purdy got y'all back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Nigga Crabtree. All right. Okay. Whatever. But what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You think that y'all can actually take us down this time, or is this just going to be a repeat? Because, I mean, I have my thoughts, obviously. But football-wise, what do we think? We played football. What do we think? First off, pause. Take us down this time is crazy. But uh, you know what? I I do. <laughs> I do. I'll say this. The fan in me wants us to win for revenge sake. I think we should have won that first one. But Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes that game, like he does every game. The realist in me is saying at this point, you would kind of be crazy to, to bet against Pat Mahomes. But, of course, I'm rolling with my boys. I think we can pull it off. Uh, I would love to see Brock Purdy prove everybody wrong because I feel like he's on such an unfair measurance. A way for him to be viewed as a success and not a game manager. So I would love for Brock to to go ahead and win and shut everybody up. But yeah, like I, I think I think we can do it, man. If I'm being honest, I really do. But I mean, would I be surprised if Kansas City wins? No. Or would I be mad? No, because I'm I'm a Pat Mahomes fan too. So, but of course, I'm rooting for my team, man. Always. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Now you do know if you win or lose, I mean, y'all are gonna have to pay pay Brock Purdy at some point. And that's definitely going to, like, this. all this is going to stop unless guys take massive pay cuts. Uh, are you fearful of that at all? Or, like, is this probably not going to be a dynasty unless, you know, somebody takes a pay cut? No, because I think, okay, I don't see Chase Young coming back next year, if I'm being honest. LOE. And he doesn't need to with the way he's been playing, if I'm just being flat out honest. He hasn't been good at all since he's gotten there. Yeah, I, I don't know what the... Like, he can't even hold the edge. Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. So, I mean, of course, you've got to pay Brock. Uh, the the people who I think are going to leave. But are you willing to pay Brock $50 million? I'm sorry, but are you willing to pay him 50 Well, not you, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, his rookie year, he took your team to the conference championship, and his second year, he took your team to the Super Bowl. You a million percent pay him $50 million. You a million percent pay him $50 million. Without a... Matter of fact, you jump in front of it next year so you get it done and taken care of now. See, I just don't know. Literally every team, including his own, passed on him seven times. And to now be giving him fifty million, like But see, that's that's irrelevant to me. Speaking of irrelevant. 
because you can say the same thing about Tom Brady. That's true, but six rounds. Well, we talking about with Tom. Like, Tom was... That's true. I think the thing is that now that he's performed, what do we do now? Now you have to take care of him. If you John Lynch, you jump in front of this now and say, nah, we ain't even going to get to negotiations. Like, here, Brock. There you go. Like, you just you take care of it. Hey, you know what? We actually got to talk about the racial component, David. I mean, outside of Debo and Brandon Ayuk, like that, that's a pretty Caucasian ass team over there. <laughs> it actually, you know what? I didn't even think about that. It actually is. It really is. I don't know. And the GM, the GM is John Lynch. But you know what? We probably have the the most talented white boys at skill positions on the Niners. You got Kittle. You got uh, you got my boy Juice at fullback. Use check. You got CMC. Okay, all right, fine. Legend, legend. You know, you got well, both ain't a skill position. That's D line. But like, yeah, we got some. Uh, there's some. There's some great whites over there. <laughs> Oh, it, David, David, if if the a great some the greatest the greatest of whites, but hey hey we got a half white who's pretty nice we got a half white and Kelsey, but do you not think that you know if I'm kind of think we got robbed by the Ravens not winning I'm glad the Chiefs won but Bosa and Lamar Jackson that would have been generational, just the whole like weak build up. And then who knows what would have happened in the game. I mean, he might have had six sacks or Lamar's just like spin move, juking, hurdling a nigga. It would have been great. And we know there's going to be a racial component to this entire Super Bowl. That would have been the easy one, and I would have loved to get on board with that. Well, that was my thing. I wanted, no disrespect to the Chiefs fans, I wanted Lamar to get to the Super Bowl because if we would have played them and Lamar would have won, I would have really been happy for Lamar. Like, I want Lamar to get him a Super Bowl. I'm a huge Lamar fan, too. But that's another one that Coach JP, JB doesn't think is a good quarterback. Of course, he yeah, this guy knows so much. The greatest of all time. From- well, he he doesn't think Mahomes is good, so you know. I mean, yeah, he's he's a the greatest of all time from Compton Junior College. Get the fuck out of here with your critique, trash. Anyways, well, I mean Compton, Compton, that's the hood. Everybody look or straight out of Compton, David. You saw NWA. You better JB Coach JB was out there with Easy E. He was out there with fucking Dr. Dre. Like, that's his crew. I have no problem with the city of Compton. Shout out to Compton. But I have a problem with a guy who is critiquing football at the highest level, and he himself has not done shit to get to that point. His biggest accomplishment is saying some racist remarks to a kid and getting kicked out from uh, a junior college. Like, what are we talking about right now? Anyway, anyway, I'm done with my coach, JB Ray. Talk about a peak. Oh, my fault. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. My fault. Um, what about you? What is your, what is your prediction? So I do think that obviously Bosa is going to be a problem and the 49ers have a great defense. But I think this is going to, for the Chiefs to win, obviously, it's going to have to be the same type of script that it was for the Ravens. The Ravens, they're great when they're able to run the ball and be ahead of the sticks. But if they had to play from behind, like, they're kind of cooked. And the Chiefs are able to do that by having them play from behind by scoring early on in the game. Um, I would love to have to see Brock Purdy. I mean, yeah, you did it against Detroit, but that secondary is kind of dog shit. Uh, I think the Chiefs' secondary is a little better. So if the Chiefs are able to start fast, I don't 
think that the way that their offense is set up for the 49ers is going to allow them to come back on. I, can, I don't see them coming back on the Chiefs if they need to come back. Now, if they get off to an early lead, that could be problematic for the Chiefs. I do think that. Uh, Travis is going to be on one for sure because I think he thinks that he's the best tight end in football, but I respect George Kittle more because I think he's more complete, kind of with the whole T.L. Randy Moss conversation we've had. Um, I'm picking Chiefs, obviously, but I think, the, I think honestly, I think the Ravens' defense is better than, than, than the 49ers, honestly. And they were able to handle them, so. I'm not, you know what? I keep telling people this, though, about that Christmas game between us and the Ravens. That literally was the worst we've looked all year. And that was, like, the best to utter to. And we picked, like, the wrong day to look horrible. Like, them boys was, like, on one that day. So, it was hard for me to critique that game. That's definitely the worst Brock played all year. But, like, all around, even as a defense, we looked bad. And this last game versus the Lions, our defense didn't look good. But I, I'll say this. This is, this is how I think the game's going to go. I think Niners are going to get off to an early lead. I think I can see us getting off to 10-0 or 14-0 maybe. But then I think that maybe who's Pat, I think he's going to come back and he's going to make it close. And I think this game's going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to – if I had to give a final prediction of a score, I could see it being mm, around like 28-24. I'm not mad at that. I'm a hater, so I'm going 31-17 Chiefs, but I'm not mad at that. I'm looking like, David, I've been looking back at that game in 2020, and honestly, y'all had us. It was over. Y'all was up 20 to 10. Nigga Mahomes threw a pick straight to, wasn't it Warner or some shit? Like, straight to the nigga. I'm like, oh, it's over. Man, it all started there. Y'all started the dynasty. And which is what, unfortunately, I think that it's going to continue. I think there's a lot of similarities between Patrick Mahomes and Joe Montana. Joe Montana won his first two Super Bowls against the Bengals. So, I mean, Patrick Mahomes could win two of his first three or four or whatever against the same team. I think it's, I think there's similarities there. That's all I'm saying. And Montana did play for the Chiefs. I'm just saying. It's ain't all about the 49ers with Joe Montana. That, that is true. That is true. I was just watching this interview on Pat McAfee yesterday. That is true. My dog. Yeah, yeah. All right, now tell me about this African nigga that I think I would get along with, even though he's African. <laughs> Michael, this is the greatest interview of all fucking time. Man. First off, I, I want to credit him. Let me go to our message thread because I, I got to I gotta find my... I gotta find my man's. Um, where is he? Shadaya Knight. Shadaya Knight. Shout out to Shadaya Knight, man. This is for anybody who doesn't know. This is the guy who went Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah, Zimbabwe. Who went viral for saying uh, one fuck man is smarter than three women with PhDs? That's Shadaya Knight. That was his viral clip. But. If you look at his whole interview that I sent you, and I let me, I don't want to discredit them neither, but the whole interview was uh, very, very good, man. Uh, Alinda Stunner, Miss Red. Oh, no, that's the people. Sorry. Let me find it, the channel. Uh, Boys Des Tonus TV. Oh, she was mad the whole time. Yeah, Boy Des Tonus TV. 
I'm I'm butchering I'm butchering that name, but I want to give them their credit. Uh, but yeah, that's the interview. I mean, they're African. <coughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Here you go. And fucking yeah, the woman was mad the whole time. Like this is this is my thing when people are arguing. Like you got to find a way to put emotion to the side. And Shadaya was not, he didn't raise his voice one time that whole interview. He kept the inside voice. He kept talking. But, like, the woman was basically ignoring facts for feelings. And I think that's a mistake. Like, something that's true is not always going to be, uh, what's the word? It's not going to always be the nicest thing. I don't like Ben Shapiro, but he has one of my favorite say- sayings that facts don't care about your feelings. And I think that's totally true. So, And he's a rapper. I yeah he's on the charts which is crazy. <laughs> I would encourage everybody to go look at that interview of Mr. Shadia Knight. The whole thing is very very interesting. Michael might fall down a rabbit hole and truly look at nothing. I'm Zimbabwean or whatever they are. Um, but what you're saying with women being like thinking about their facts over their feelings, I think that uh, that's probably the reason why some people. I'm not saying I, but some people think that they probably shouldn't vote. Or their vote should be counted as a list. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I said that. I'm just saying some people would say that. Because, I mean, just emotionally, like, we're being sold that, hey, like, Pakistan bad, Ukraine, like, they're in trouble, yada, yada, all that shit. But, like, if shit really, and I mean, it is arguably hitting the fan. But if shit really hits the fan, like, me and you get drafted. The bitch is not. I, the woman's not. What you got? I'm just saying we gonna be on the front line but they get the fucking vote on the shit no bitch no I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I just feel away well then because it's just well it's a hard line you draw on there Mike because now you have to look at who has a voice I do think that women should have a voice Mm -mm, mm -mm. no oh man okay all right all right. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I, I I love it. It's a difference of opinion. It's fine. It's not a problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I do think that, uh, like, when it comes to making, uh, I don't know how you word it, cutthroat decisions. I think like men are made to lead. Like this is our job to lead. It's our job to be providers. So therefore, and I think women would agree with that. I don't even think that's controversial. But I think like the thing is that. We have to put ourselves in positions to lead, and when we do, that means more pressure. In return, it naturally also means more benefits. So I don't even know why I went off on that tangent. But, yeah, like it's just – yeah, it's a lot that entails it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we both agree women shouldn't be able to vote or have a voice. So, I mean, <laughs> I think that that was I – didn't, I, didn't I did not say that. <laughs> okay. I, I – I have CTE. I, I thought that's what we had both said. That's okay. My fault. My fault. Apparently, I might have misread that. Um, so right now, obviously, uh, the Pro Bowl is being played, but neither one of us give a fuck, or I'm assuming neither one of us give a fuck about it because we're potting. I have never cared about that shit. Never? Never. I've never cared about the Pro Bowl, man. I never watched it. I'm sure I've never seen the Pro Bowl. Man. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched it. Oh, wow. Oh, the Pro Bowl used to be fire. Damn, okay. Well, I thought that – I brought that up because JB, like, would agree with – I'm sure you would think, like, you know, the Pro Bowl's kind of been soft because niggas aren't – like, they're literally playing flag football now. 
And, you know, we want to make football great again. So we got to make – I mean, Sean Taylor killed a punter in a Pro Bowl. So, like, what's the problem? I've seen that clip. <laughs> I've seen that clip. R.I.P. Sean Taylor, man. But, like, okay, so now – is it seven on seven now? I believe so. I know it's flag. I don't know if it's seven on seven. I'm actually, I'm pre- pretty sure it is. I don't think they have the linemen out there. That's so disgraceful to me. Because <laughs> you know what you have? It's not even in Vegas. Where is it? Oh, it's in Hawaii still? No, no, it's in Orlando. It's not even Orlando or Hawaii. It's in Orlando. Yeah, it's not Vegas or Hawaii. Oh, wow. That's different. Well, I mean. Niggas going to Disney World didn't even win a Super Bowl. And you know what's funny? I literally was just thinking about this last night. I saw that clip of Tyreek Hill playing linebacker or something and hitting Kirk Cousins' pass or something weird, whatever. Uh, I didn't even know you were going to talk about this, but I was just thinking in my head. I was like, how how messed up is that? Because they don't have these, like, the best defensive player I've seen with my own two eyes. I wasn't alive for Lawrence Taylor, but I saw is Aaron Donald. And so you're telling me the best defensive player I've seen can't participate in the game where the best player was supposed to be there. Then you're telling me another guy who I saw who might be defensive player of the year in Miles Garrett, he can't participate. Like, I, I love seeing D-linemen and offensive linemen, which is, in my opinion, the most important position on the field. So you're saying, nah, this ain't good for writing. Let's just have y'all play 7-on-7, seven seven, which is total bullshit to me. It's crazy. Well, David, the thing is, if people were on the inside, like if the casual fan was on the inside and saw just an everyday inside drill, they would ban football. So I understand why you don't involve the linemen when it comes to this event that they want to market to the world. If you just bring a normal person into an inside drill, you're going to see all types of ridiculous shit. And you're like, oh, these guys are like teammates. They're friends. They like each other. No. It's do or die. It's literally the whole. Oh, here we go. My lord. It's like that one thing in World War II. Well, I would just, I'm just saying. I just think that it's a, why do you think they call two-a-days camp? Uh, okay, I'm just saying. All right, my fault. All right. I, I, I'm just saying. Okay, uh, Michael, going back to. <laughs> you want to know something, Bart? You want to hear something very funny that I was talking to about my mom yesterday? She was like, <laughs> and it has something, this has something to do with you. This is why it's hilarious. She was like, hey, did you know that Martin Luther King, his original name <laughs> was Michael? <laughs> and I said, well, mom, little do you know, yes, I did. Because I have a friend who, who was very upset about that and used to always let me know that. Man, fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga, dog. Martin Luther King Day, my ass. Fuck that nigga. Traitor. Fucking sellout. Why the fuck would you sell your soul like that? Michael is fire. It's the perfect name. It was his dad who changed the name. His dad changed his name and Martin Luther King Jr.'s name. Changed both their names. I know. I know, which is upsetting. Like, bro, you're a whole grown-ass man. Why are you all of a sudden influenced by another grown-ass man? White man at that. And yo, something, bro, this nigga, like, man, I'm, I'm, like, that whole family, respectfully, nah, like, yeah, Coretta, Coretta, she's fire. I love Coretta. Coretta's the GOAT, but, like, 
Outside of that, like, hey, I didn't understand what Jonathan Majors was saying when he said you need to get your credit, but like, it clicked the other day, and I'm like, oh shit. And he he said it like a million times. That's that's goals. I don't understand why women don't think that's goals. Yeah, that's fire, and he, and he lived it too, legend. Oh look, we're talking about with Pat Mahomes Senior. <laughs> what happened? No, they just sent the TMZ report about him being arrested a third time. Hey, Mr. Mahomes, I get it. I mean, look, what did you think you're invincible if, like, your son's the GOAT at football? Or, like, in- Betty, what do you think about that? Because I'm sure, well, I think we would probably agree that Tom Brady's still the GOAT in football, right? I agree. Yes, yes, absolutely. But what do you think about Patrick Mahomes being in that conversation? Do you think it's not deserved? It's, it's, he's on that trajectory. It's way too early. It's justified. It's definitely deserved. It's definitely deserved. I, you, I'll tell you what I am surprised at, though. I am surprised that the media is so willingly saying it right now. Like, that that's what shocks me. In a world where, like, we judge, we tend to judge everything by just accomplishments, which accomplishments is a huge part of it, but I am surprised that everybody else is like, nah. Like, yeah, this dude, he's goaded. He's if he's one of, if not the best already. I'm not mad at it. Uh but yeah, I still I don't think no seven Super Bowl rings is nothing to sleep on. Accomplishments isn't everything, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot of it when you talk about that GOAT conversation. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Do you think okay, so we I think we both still have Tom Brady, but we both think that Patrick Mahomes is belongs in the conversation, is on his way. Does Patrick need to get to seven for him to like legitimately have that, or can he be there with four or five? No, I think I was talking to a star and the boys about this the other day. If if he gets four, I think he'll be regarded as the goat. Now you're gonna have some people that are gonna argue against that. It's kind of like the you know Jordan and Kobe debate. Like Jordan has more. Like you know or. Jordan and LeBron, whatever the case may be. You're going to have some people that are always going to say, no, the winning is the main thing that matters. And winning is what matters. Winning does have to be a part of it. But at the same time, when we're talking about ability combined with winning, combined with resume, combined with records, like all of this stuff takes account. So I think if Pat could get four, yeah, I think it's, I think the GOAT conversation is pretty much sold up. Okay. All right, I like that. I like that. Some people, I, I've talked to other people, and they say, like, nah, he's got to get at least six, seven. I'm like, I mean, if he gets four or five and his only losses in the Super Bowl to Tom Brady, I I think we can stomach that. Tom Brady lost to Eli, and we're saying he's the GOAT. I think we can stomach that if Tom, if that's his only loss. But that kind of goes to LeBron and Steph, but that's a whole other conversation for me. But I, I'm glad to see that we agree on that. Do you think that – um? Tom Brady, how do you think he feels about all this GOAT talk? You think, like, his competitor in him is like, y'all got me fucked up? Yes, but I also think that Tom Brady has no problem with it because I think in his mind it's not real until Pat gets to, like, five or six. Like, I think Tom is going to always sleep comfortably knowing, like, Nick, I have seven. Like, I went to ten or nine, whatever it was. I don't think people understand how crazy that is. That motherfucker has seven rings. Yeah. He has seven rings. That's crazy. But I. LeBron just went to the finals seven times. This nigga won seven. 
Yeah, he won seven. He's seven out of ten. That's seventy percent. He's passing the test. But my thing is, uh, what do you think about this? Because I had a friend bring this up with me yesterday. He said some of them Super Bowls weren't at fault of Tom Brady. They weren't at credit of Tom Brady playing great. So he bought up, of course, the Seattle Super Bowl where Malcolm Butler picked it. He said that wasn't Tom. He said the 28-3 Super Bowl, okay. The Tampa Bay Super Bowl, okay. But, like, I think there was, like, two Super Bowl wins, two or three, where he was, like, Tom wasn't, like, necessarily great in those games. You can't say he was the reason they won, but he did win. What do you think about that argument? Well, that is a lot of what your man JB says because Patrick Mahomes hasn't had a dominating Super Bowl performance just yet, but he has two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, Tom Brady had a great defense and like early on, great defense and Patrick Mahomes now starting to have that. Uh, And later on, he had, you can arguably say the greatest tight end of all time. Uh, A year or two with Randy Moss, they didn't win with him, but he had, you know, he had weapons around him. Uh, Nobody, it's kind of, as a football player, you understand uh, how having two capable tight ends is kind of a game breaker and Tom Brady had that and, you know, being Tom Brady. So, as far as performing in that game alone, okay, whatever. I mean, Dion Branch is a Super Bowl MVP. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, wow. He won Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, actually, I'm about 99% sure because before every Super Bowl, they have all the MVPs walk out, and every year I'm just like, wow, Dion Branch. <laughs> I don't remember what year it was, but, yeah, Dion Branch is a Super Bowl MVP. So it, it's just different in football, which is actually Edel, – Edelman won it one year, right? Oh, uh, if he did, it was probably the year with uh, Malcolm Butler. If he did, I think because he had that crazy catch, I want to say. Either that or that Atlanta game. True, he did have that catch in that game too. You're right, you're right, you're right. But I do think it's funny because it's the just the difference in conversation between football fans and basketball fans because we can have a conversation about Patrick Mahomes, you know, still being in GOAT contention even though he lost to Tom Brady, the guy that most people consider the GOAT. He lost to him head up, but – in basketball, like, Kobe and LeBron never met in the finals. Jordan and Kobe never met in the finals. Like, shit like that never happened. And if it did, it would greatly forever alter their narratives. But in football, Patrick Mahomes, oh, yeah, I lost to Tom Brady. I'm still the GOAT. Like, people still love me. It's just different how the conversation is different between the sports. How I guess we're a little bit more understanding, even though we're literally retarded. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I am shocked by that, but I'm not mad at it. Especially, how old is Mahomes? He's not even 30 yet, is he? Oh, hell no. I think, I'm pretty sure he's born 95. So, what, would that be 28, 29? Yeah. Yeah, we, we got a while to, yeah, we got a while to go. So, it's going to be interesting to see on the tail end of his career. What was the moment for you? Uh, so, I guess around like 18, 19 years old. What was the moment for you when like you're watching like basketball or football, or whatever you're watching, you're just like, holy shit. Like, me and him are the same age. Like this nigga is like, I'll never forget mom, but I want to hear yours if you if you recall that moment or anything like that. That's a good one. Um, oh man, I think I have a couple. I gotta I gotta think of who's in our class. Class of twenty ten. I'll give you a second to think. I'll share mine. Oh well, my, well I'll share mine and give you a second to think. I'll never forget 2011, 2012 was the year, um, but 2011-2012 season, um, me in my dorm at Shep watching All-Star Weekend, 
and seeing Kyrie and Brandon Jennings go at each other in the rookie sophomore game. And I'm just like, damn, them niggas hooping. I'm like, wait, them niggas is how old? And it was never the same. Then I'm watching Anthony Davis. I'm like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Like, it just kind of changed. Because when you're younger, like, these guys are always older and everything. You're looking up to them. Now you're just like, oh, shit. Like, that's that's my class. That's, that's me. Shit, it, it made me just think about, you know, just the levels. <laughs> the levels of greatness and separation at your craft. Oh, shit. You know what? I got a perfect one. I don't know if we're in the same class, but we're around the same age. Either that or he's a year older than me. DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. So we had an AAU tournament. You know what? He might be older than me because I, I played up. I think I played one or two years up. Uh, but so we had an AAU tournament, and this was in Houston, Kingwood. Big time tournament. Big time AAU tournament. DeMarcus Cousins' team was from Alabama. So we're at the gym warming up. Their team was late. And, uh, you know, they were like maybe 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late. So they get there. They don't even get to warm up. Michael, this team beat us by like 15 or 20. And DeMarcus Cousins the whole game was just doing whatever he wanted, dunking, Posting us up, like, you know, in my like, I'm like, who is this dude? Like, I didn't put two and two together until I saw he was going to Kentucky. And I was like, that's old boy that is. And then, yeah, he became, when he was healthy, he was one of the best centers in the league. So, DeMarcus Cousin was my oh shit moment. Like, we're the same age, around the same age. Yeah. DeMarcus is fire. And I also forgot who I was asking this question to because you also had two classmates that are NBA players or were NBA players. So, I forgot who I was talking to. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan Carson. Shout out to Andre Robeson. My boys. Can't folk. Yeah, what's do you know what's what he's doing now? Do you have you ever like in the past like eight, nine, ten years talked to him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him often actually. I just talked to him last month, I think. He's um he was working back out because you know he had that horrible injury and he got back with the uh the Thunder's G League team. Right now, he's just training. He's training, waiting for that shot. But, I mean, Dre's always been good people. Now, I think he's more so just concerned on, like, if he gets a shot, he gets a shot. But I think he's just staying the course. Shit. Like, he's always been a good dude. But, yeah, I, I talk to Dre often. Like, I legitimately call him a friend. Now, that's who we need on cold coffee. We need to stop empowering other people. And that's who we need on cold coffee. Make the call, David. We need Dre. We need Frank. Clarkson, he's a little busy still in the season. But, I mean, you know, hey, get that nigga on, dog. I didn't realize Wagner was actually doing it like that. Like, you know, fuck y'all, but that's cool. Like, you know, I guess y'all got some niggas. You know, whatever. I mean, you know, Flukeville, hey, look, my dog punched Geno Smith in the face. We're fearless in Flukeville. I don't give a fuck. Cost him his career. He didn't care. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I want to say he's our finest. I want to say he's our finest. I'm going to say he's our finest, but I mean, no, nah, I mean, I mean, he definitely top three. He in the conversation for sure. He, I, David, like he fucking punched the franchise quarterback, franchise quarterback. I'll never forget. That was us during two a days. I remember we just had a little break and I see the tick on ESPN. I can Nicopoli punches a fucking Geno Smith. I'm like, the fuck was that about? Apparently it's about the camp that they were supposed to do at our high school. And I was like, oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh, damn. He got released the next day. And then Rex Ryan picked him up on the Bills. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And didn't, I don't, he, he didn't play again in the league after that, did he? 
Yeah, nah, nah, this one's kind of a wrap. It's kind of a wrap. Yeah, that's what, that's what happens when you punch a franchise quarterback in the face. Millions of dollars in the face. But it was a principal. He owed him like $500. It was like $500. He, he wanted him to pay him back with the plane ticket. Oh, no, 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 no. Get his ass. Get his ass out of here. <laughs> Get his ass out of here. I, I look, 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 look. $500 is different when you're making a league minimum like 700 k and Gino had like a $10 million signing bonus. It's different. I need my money, dog. All of y'all are in the 1%, and you punching a motherfucker in the face over $500. Get his ass out of here. Out. You, he could have he did so much. Hey, man. Hey, that's, that's, how they, that's how they stay in the 1%. He could have threw his like sneakers away or something. He could have did some foul stuff. He had to punch him in the face. Like, come on, man. That's Lugerville's finest. You went to the Lugerville Panthers, right? Yeah, that OG. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, David, I will say IK is African, so you know that's not all on us. Okay, he, you know, I, I, I'm just. Here you go. Here you go. Why every time we're on here, you're just the group? <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of think that that's kind of like, I mean. I mean, that's kind of the purpose of a platform, like, you know, to marginalize certain groups. I, at least that's what I thought. Jesus Christ. I mean, you don't have to agree. I just I just think that that's a part of having a platform. Like, you need to make people, you know, understand that, how you feel. Speaking of which, oh, that's actually a perfect segue for the next thing I want to talk about. What do you think about the border? Especially as you, like, being closer farther south. Like, that should affect you a little bit more than it affects me, I would think. What do you think about us just leaving that shit butt naked wide open for Jose and Julio to just come in and do whatever the fuck they want to do? We got fucking Pedro causing a ruckus on Zazamora. Just because they named the streets after y'all doesn't mean you own the shit. All right? I think that's where we dropped the ball. We need to rename all of that shit. Zazamora, Trump. Fucking Bar what, Babcock, fucking Bush. Like, we got to rename all that shit. It's, well it's way too inviting. We are obviously giving off the wrong impression. Like, David, I'm, I'm being dead-ass right now. I'm being dead-ass. I, I was kind of joking a second ago, but right now I'm being dead-ass. At the border, do you, I mean, wouldn't you expect that our border would be protected by snipers? It blows my mind that people are able to get within 100 yards of our border. This is the United States of America. Am I wrong? Am I wrong in thinking that we should have snipers? I'm dead-ass. There are border agents. There are border people who are supposed to. I, they're the young lady who I knew back in college, and her dad was a border agent. His job was to actually patrol the border. So, but like, I don't look, I'm gonna be honest with you. When it comes to immigration and all that, I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know what the threat of it is. I will say this I'm all for people trying to live a better life. And I think it's kind of hypocritical of America to say, hey, us the conquerors like these are the og conquerors crazy motherfuckers being like hey you guys can't come over here like that's kind of kind of nuts it's kind of nuts i'm not gonna lie that's the point of being the king of the hill that's the point of being the ultimate conqueror like we got our shit and we'll do whatever we want to your shit but this is our shit and you will respect our shit i have no problem people come in here but there's a legal process of doing it we know people that are not from here that have come through all the legal avenues to be here that's perfectly fine. Don't fucking cheat those people who did it the right way by coming here illegally. It's fucked up, and it also causes a strain on our system. But why do people do it illegally? Like, is it, like, lack of resources? Like, does it cost? Like, what's the reason? The main reason? Well, 
Well, so that's the that's that's where things differ because it, depending on you know whatever party you're affiliated with or believe in or want to agree with more, uh, they would say that these people are seeking asylum from persecution or hardships in their home country. But there's this isn't just people coming from South America. We have people flying from like Somalia and Africa, Sudan, like that region. We have people flying in from the Middle East because they know our border is wide open and they're just walking up in. So it's not just people seeking this, the asylum that we would mentally think from South America or Mexico or whatever. They're coming here for possibly a better life, but we don't know. You're just here illegally. Would you just let anybody randomly stay in your home or your apartment or whatever the fuck? Probably not. Why would you, Why should we be any different? Well, maybe not my home, but then again, like, who's to say this land is your land, this land is my land? Like, whose who's land really is it? United States military, that's who says. I, I mean, my, my end, like, my synopsis on it all is I really don't have an answer to it, because I really am not educated enough on the situation. Like, I'm all for what's for the betterment of the people and the country, but, like, if what's, what they're doing isn't necessarily hurting our people, then... I don't, I don't really see the issue in it. But then again, I'm ignorant to this, so you guys have to take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, to be honest. Well, I will say, ignorance is a luxury, and I mean, it doesn't personally affect me on the day-to-day that much at all, but that it, over time, it is going to cause problems, because these people are getting benefits that we're not giving to people that are paying into it. They're giving more of a benefit than that, and that's eventually going to cause... A lot of disparity, probably some prejudice, which could lead to a ticking time bomb. This is true. This is true. But you know, just you know, just 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 my thoughts. You know, I'm xenophobic, so you know it is what it is. I think I think we should have. I was joking. I'm not xenophobic, but I mean, if I am, then I am. But I think we should have had a wall. I think we should have the Great Wall of China. Sounds fire. We should have one, and it could be a tourist attraction, and people would come and visit. I don't see why people were so against the wall. Maybe Mexico paying for it was a bit much, but I mean, I thought it was fire for him to get that out there. But I, I'm just saying, you know, just, I was just thinking about the border, you know. Niggas, niggas for, and naysayers for Trump on my forehead. Um. Okay, well, that was um pretty, I mean, you you heard about Rogan signing a deal. Do you think anything of that? Him signing for 250? Oh, that's what it was, 250? Yeah, with Spotify. How many years? Uh, I don't know. It didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. At first, I was upset because I think Rogan, well, I thought he was selling out because he's the biggest podcast in the world. And I think, well, it's, he, he probably lost the leverage because the writer's strike ended and everything. But he could have easily like been on TV. He could have easily been filling up programming for shit that they didn't have anything for. They were just showing reruns when it was the, during the writer's strike. And Rogan's going to pull in views because he's already doing it on his own. But because he's locked into only being on Spotify, he wasn't able to have that opportunity. So I think that by capping the biggest podcast in the world, you're kind of capping everyone else. But apparently in this new deal, he's able to uh, put all full videos on YouTube and other um, streaming platforms because he was only able to do clips before. Now he's able to put the full show. So that's going to widen his reach and he's getting 250. So it's a win-win, I would think, for creators. Uh, at first, I was going to hate, but once I saw the details, I, I see it's a win-win. Um, but obviously, our boy Joe is not going to be happy about that, or isn't happy about that. Do you think Joe is, is making a year, man? Let's let's pocket watch. How much do you think he's making a year from the podcast shit? Okay, I love that. I love that. Okay, so let's see here. So, 
Uh, I am, I'm a part of the Patreon. I'm a part of a couple of other Patreons that do post their numbers. And like, for example, I'm part of the Flagrant 2 Patreon. Uh, they have, I think it's like, it's just under 20,000, um, sub, uh, patrons or whatever. And the minimum tier is $5, but then there's also like 10, 15, 25. They bring in about $186,000 a month off of their just under 20,000 listeners or patrons. Joe doesn't post his numbers. So that makes things a little tricky because like, what are you, why aren't you showing it? But I would like to think Joe has at least 15,000 patrons and 15,000 times, if let's just say they're all the minimum $5, uh, would that be 60, no, 15 times five? That's 75, I believe. So minimum 75,000. That's just off Patreon. Obviously, he's going to be getting the money off of YouTube, uh, the residuals from the views and shit like that. I would, it's definitely a floor, a basement floor of, I would say, 110, 120 a month. And I think it's definitely way more, but I think a minimum 110, 120 a month. Joe's getting. I think Joe's bringing in something around like 15 to 25 mil a year. Okay, why do you think that? I think I think he's doing some numbers. I just I just think he is like he's smart with his money. Well, when I say smart with his money, he's um, Joe doesn't come off to me as the person who is going to sign the first deal. And so when you start playing with the algorithms, the YouTube, the Patreon, you start the sponsorships with the prize picks. When you do that. I think Joe's bringing in around like 15, 15, 15 to 25. I think it's somewhere in that ball range, ballpark range. And I don't think we're ever going to know, but I think that's around, yeah. At lowest, maybe six. Yeah, at lowest. I don't see it being no less than six mil a year. Oh, he doesn't ever want us to know. And, I, you know, I didn't account for the, uh, yeah, I didn't account for endorsements. I mean, not endorsements. I can see that. I can see that. I didn't account for the prize picks and all those other things. So, yeah, no, I could definitely see. And, I mean, he's paying because I think he's paying Ice at least at least 200 So, if Ice is getting 200 Ish is at least getting, I would say, two, probably 253 Mel, I mean, she probably getting, I mean, you know, she probably getting at least 225 250 Flip, he might have had to break the bank for Flip because Flip, I mean, he did have a platform before. Not even though I wasn't aware of it, but he did have a platform before. I think altogether, he probably cost him probably between three to five to operate the pod as is. So if he's bringing in 15 and 20, then yeah, he he cooking, he cooking. You got to include Parks with his editing and Ian, Corey, like, yeah, uh, uh, Imani now, like, what do you uh, did you see the other? I know that now, now we turned into Danny from the stop, but did you see uh with him and Ish, uh, Joe and Ish got into it uh last pod or whatever? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. What do you think about that? What do you think about the entire situation? I think I think Joe's full of shit. Oh, okay, all right, but you know what? My thing with Joe is he's so good. I think either he does one or two things in those situations. He says, I know this is about to go viral and people are going to talk about this. So he dives into him being wrong. Either that or he is just a very <laughs> egotistical uh, gaslighter. <laughs> because him saying that he didn't kiss a him saying he kissed a girl, but he wasn't trying to F her, like, fuck her, like that. Yeah, no, nah, he was just kissing her while he was fucking hammered drunk at the bar, but he's not trying to fuck. 
Like, if she wanted to suck his dick, he would have said no. I believe that. Yeah, like that. That's <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so, laughs> bullshit. Says no man ever. <laughs> what kind of shit? What kind of shit was that? That shit was crazy. That's why I'm like, and you know, you know how the Reddit people do. Somebody pulled back a old uh, clip of the old crew, him, Rory, and Maul, and Maul asked him. He's like, "You never went behind the man's with another girl," and he was like, "Okay, once I have." And then, but this pod, he was very adamant about saying that he hasn't. So we got him. We got him. We fucking got him. We fucking got him. All right, man. Uh, great part. I mean, did you have anything you wanted to discuss? I think we hit uh, pretty much everything I had. No, nah, man. Um, it, was, it was nice. Hey, straight to the point. Yeah. If you're in the San Antonio area, come check us out every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. at Culture Vibe Dining, Cold Coffee Podcast. Cold Coffee Show, excuse me. You can follow us on IG at Cold Coffee Pod. Uh, yeah. Look forward to seeing you guys and appreciate the time here. No, most definitely. Actually, I do want to ask, what's going on with that? Now y'all doing karaoke or is it a club now? What the fuck's going on at Cold Coffee? No, so uh, every first and third Thursdays, we're doing, it's not Cold Coffee, but it's another, uh, a whole another event. It's vibes and, oh man, here I go messing stuff up. I need to start remembering stuff. Let me get it right because I don't want to mess up the young lady's stuff. Uh, vibe. CTE, you're good. <laughs> no, I'm gaslighting everybody into yeah. No, we have CT. It's fun. Vibes and verses. That's the name of it. Vibes and verses every Thursday, at every first and third Thursday at Culture. Vibes and verses. So yeah, that's not a part of Cold Coffee, but guys, please come out to support that if you will. They uh start at nine o'clock. Doors open at eight thirty for that. They start at nine o'clock. Cold Coffee starts at seven thirty. So yeah. Can I get a handicap? I'm just going to start parking in the handicap, and I'm just going to tell y'all I have CTE. I'm going I'm to start parking in the handicap. No, absolutely. Hey, you know that's what we do. I wouldn't even hide this time. We could have took it to the next level. Oh, my fault. My fault. I, actually, I don't smoke weed anymore. I'm all legal. I get my shit from legal smoke shops. THCA. That's my bag. I don't fuck with drug dealers and plugs no more. I'm a legal man. I can get receipts with all my drugs, and it hits just the same. T-A-C-A T-A-C-A is not like that faggot CBD. T-A-C-A will get you fucking right. I'm dead ass. You know how I feel about CBD. T-A-C-A will get you fucking right, dog.